0: For us Catholics, we know, well, the party has only just begun. We are now in the Christmas season coming through Advent. And, of course, the beautiful celebrations of Christmas in Mass. And we've heard that saying, keeping Christ in. In Christmas. But what exactly does that mean? Well, joining me today is Michael Davis. He is the host of Common Sense on Social Justice. Well, for more than a year, Michael has been on our standalone podcast, bringing you common sense and a fresh perspective to creating a just society. So, how is Christ's birth central? to the creation of A Just Society. Well, Michael is joining us today to talk a little bit more about that. Good morning, Michael. Thanks for joining us today.
1: Yes, and thank you and Merry Christmas.
0: And Merry Christmas to you too. As I said, Michael, we talked about this. Let's keep Christ in Christmas, but then that means what? Are we celebrating a birthday? Christ's birth though, you says, is so much more deeper than just, well, candles on a cake like we would expect our birthdays to be
1: uh, right uh, we kind of uh, treat it that way but um, you know 2,000 years later is it uh, really all that significant to celebrate a birth if it has no significance within the rest of history and when you look at the the actual people that were there at the around that whole story which is about in Luke's and Matthew's Gospels covers about a two-year period not just his birth because the Magi were there obviously uh, quite a bit of time Mm -hmm. after his birth but these individuals would have seen the birth of Christ as something quite the opposite of the way we view it
0: well just in the story of itself the savior of the world the king of kings he's born to the world in a stable or in a cave even, maybe. We think about Bethlehem during that time, not necessarily even particularly cold. So how do we this this view of the Savior of the world, born into such poor, meager setting, how does that set the stage for a just society?
1: Yeah, it really sets the stage right at the angel's message to the the shepherds. Really, that's the first event to kick off things. I mean, of course, you've got during mary's pregnancy and all that the events with elizabeth and stuff but right at the time of the birth the very thing that set the stage was the angel's message to the shepherds that this king has been born and their central message what this all means is peace on earth and so there's something very significant going on especially considering that he was not born in america (laughs) Mm-hmm. or born in Southern California or something, but born in the middle of an oppressive empire.
0: Michael, the first people to get that message of the angels, the shepherds. Now, there must be something significant about these shepherds, these these young men that were out in the night watching their sheep, and then angels came to them first. So what does that tell us?
1: Yeah, and it wasn't even just the shepherds. It was the shepherds on the graveyard shift. Exactly. So we're talking about people that totally did not matter. Uh, and, and, uh, and people that we wouldn't consider scholars, theological professors or anything. They're just these, these guys out in the middle of the night on the graveyard shift watching these sheep. And I can only imagine the conversations they would have, you know, during their work. But just like us, they were clocking in, clocking out each day. And, um, I think to me, what the significance is, is you've got this empire this world system that has pushed you out to the edge, to the fringe of society where you don't matter. You don't have any rights. And we're appearing to you as we're, we're just, we're not preachers. We actual angels (laughs) appearing and saying, we want you to be the ones to know that this King is born because he came. To bring justice for you. And, you know, we've unfortunately in Christianity, we've separated uh, justice from salvation, not seeing it Mm. all as integrated because salvation is not, uh, you know, I was raised uh, Protestant and salvation is not pray, receive Jesus, go to heaven type of thing. But salvation is no, there's this absolute renewal, this new Sabbath that's coming on the earth.
0: Michael Davis is joining me today. He's the host of Common Sense on Social Justice, a standalone podcast that you have access to on the Hail Mary Media app and also through radio.com Well, Michael, we're talking about these characters of the nativity, well we call them the three wise men, sometimes the three kings. Hmm. Now they have come from different areas of the of the countryside, so to speak, and it obviously, as you said in the opening, took them a little while to get there, upwards of two years. Now, what is their observations now as this birth has happened, they've made their trip, and now they come upon the King of Kings?
1: Yeah, these three individuals have always fascinated me, and their stories outside of this gospel counts as well in in the Hindu faith of these people and different ones. But, you know, these were not uh, Jewish people. They were not people who belonged to Judaism. Uh, They obviously, they read the stars (laughs) to even understand who this king was that's being born. But from their standpoint, they're Eastern thinkers, they're uh, non-Jewish thinkers. And to them, it's like, okay, something is so significant in this king that we are willing to travel long distances across the desert and we're willing to give this king's parents extravagant gifts because this is bigger than herod this is bigger than caesar this is something to them and we don't really know but something to them said this is changing history we're doing a complete turnaround in history
0: well, more than 2,000 years ago, the Christ child was born. But every year, it's renewed. That mm-hmm. joy that we experience, the Redeemer has been born. So now, how do we take this joy, this Christmas and Advent preparation time? It, it, we got a long year to look forward to. How do, with a sense of social justice, do we mm-hmm. carry the meaning of the birth of Christ into our daily lives and into our work. Mm-hmm. And especially to those who well, are living on the margins of our society, who a just society is meant to help.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, Jesus was not born so that we could, um, you know, have b- Christmas presents, Christmas trees, right. Christmas movies. I mean, it's so funny because we are exhausted after the Christmas mm-hmm. season That's so opposite because Jesus came to bring the new Sabbath, which is rest, you know. Uh, But before Jesus went back up into heaven, he told the, the disciples, go and make disciples of all nations. A disciple is someone who imitates the master. So he's saying, make people who imitate me. Well, what did he do? He healed the sick. He defended the poor and needy. He confronted the corrupt systems that were in place. He called people out of their darkness into light. He, uh, he associated with prostitutes and tax collectors and all of them. He, as and it really comes to bear in his time in the gospels where he's wailing and he says, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how long I've gathered long to gather you as a chick hen gathers her chicks. It's a gathering in like, mm. come on, people come out of the darkness into the light. And, and Matthew 25, which I talk about in the podcast is really where he spells it out that on judgment day, you've got the sheep and goats and the sheep are those who house the homeless, fed the hungry, who visit those in prison, visit the sick, clothe the naked, Man, you know, it was all about bringing justice. And the prophets in the Old Testament testify heavily to this Messiah bringing about justice.
0: Oh, well, the true meaning of Christmas wrapped up Mm -hmm. all right there for sure, Michael. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Another great podcast. I encourage all of our listeners, well, sometime this week. Please listen to that and maybe use that podcast and your upcoming podcast to think about this new year and ways that we can even find deeper understanding of social justice and make decisions based upon that. Michael, you know, for us, as I said, well, the Christmas season has just Just begun. So a very Merry Christmas to you. Thanks for your time today. Yes.
1: And thank you and a happy new year to you as well.